That's a waste of piece of gum. Gum's like a dollar fifty. So waste. It's a waste of piece of gum. Danny, do you swallow gum? No. What's your favorite type of bubble gum? Like bubble gum or just agile gum? Gum, bubble gum, all the same to me. What's the difference? I don't know. Like when I think of bubble gum, I think of like Hubba Bubba. Whereas I think of like normal gum, I'll think of like Trident. True. Yeah, Trident's not very good for making bubbles. Yeah. Trident's the worst for bubbles. No. Yeah. Hubba Bubba. Hubba Bubba. Um, that like stuff that looks big league chew. Big league chew is a all that's big, the best. Big league chew is the goat. It's so tasty. I could swallow that shit all day. That tape, that tape gum, swallow that shit. Oh, all the day. one that comes like in a roll. I can eat that for dinner. <laughs> I can eat that for dinner right now. I can eat, like so, three of them. When I really want to feel like a psycho, sometimes I'll take that type of gum out of the case and instead of unrolling it, I'll just bite into it. No, fuck you. I'm <laughs> no, you don't. You, I guarantee you've never done that. Yes, I have. I no promise way. you, I've done that. Because you, you probably just saw that on like Twitter one time. And no, like, it wasn't an original that. idea. It wasn't. An it was definitely idea. not an original idea. It's like it that, it's like that panel or like those pictures of when those like rolled gums are bit into it, and then when Kit Kats are bit into it without them being broken off. No, I did, it wasn't original, but then I saw it. I'm like, that's pretty funny, and I started. It takes the stress out because it's a tough bite. Oh, it's thick. It's like a half inch of bubble gum. Yeah, what why the would you fuck do? Why, are you guys it's, it's, it's meant. About? It's meant to be rolled up. I know, but I'm just saying, if you if I'm feeling like a psycho and I want to release with stress, I take a sideways bite. That really light for you? Yeah, release stress. Oh, sure, okay. Hey, Benny. What the fuck are you... What? What are you What's biting? your favorite bubble gum? Um, the Orbit one. Nah. Oh, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> bubble Mint. I'm sorry. I don't know. Maybe it's North- you guys... Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Northwest suburbs. Northwest kids suck. Where are you from? Where are you from? I'm from a. Uh, you familiar with like Roselle? No, uh, not really. Okay, do you know where Woodfield is? Yeah. Oh, you're from like the north suburbs. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were thinking. I, I thought you were from like the south, like like north side of the city. No, 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 no. Oh. I tried making that clear. I don't know. I, I was saying northwest kind of, but yeah, northwest oh, okay. suburbs. Yeah. No, right. We're, I don't think any of us are hard on those words. So, like, bro, you've been telling me you're from the city the whole time. Like, this kid and I are from the city. Also, no. so that's like that's like a hard south side kid move. I feel like for sure, very much. Like, bro, yeah. you said you're from you said you're you said you're from Chicago. You live in Oakland. You live in Mount Greenwood, bro. What the fuck? From Tinley. You're not even from Chicago. Well, if you're from Tinley, that's actually if you're like if you're in Tinley or Naperville and you're saying you're from Chicago, that's like, that's fun. bad. That's all. Fun. Naperville's kind of far for me, so that's why I even I'm like, what the fuck, dude? Like, I'm yeah. pretty close to ninety, so like, like I'm from Oakland, like. I grew up like literally two blocks away from Chicago. I feel like I could easily say like, "Yeah, I'm from Chicago," but I don't because it's like I, I'm not from Chicago. It depends who I'm talking to. Because if like if I'm yeah. in class with someone that's from like Iowa, Wisconsin, or like Ohio, or maybe even like California, south I just say Chicago. I say South Side of Chicago. I'm like, "Oh yeah, I'm from Oklahoma. It's like just south of the city." But if it's well, someone from I know they're from around here, I'll just say Oklahoma, and then oh well. Yeah, and Marquette, that's kind of a problem because like half of the school is from Illinois. So if you say you're from Chicago and you're not from Chicago, then you'll get shut out. Then you can get caught. They'll fucking slap you inside the head and call you a little bitch. Um, so we're going to talk about the NBA for the first half of this episode. But we did just get done watching the Bulls game, and Matt is very upset. So I'm going to let Matt just kind of – Well, the game ended like three and a half hours ago. So I'm like less upset now. But, Benny, you're our Bulls expert, right? Yeah. Can I Bukaki with questions? Go ahead. Uh, why didn't Daniel Gafford play a minute, and why did Luke Cornett play? Okay. Did, did, did so... Gafford play a single minute? No, Gafford did not cool. play a single fucking minute. Um, I think part of the reason was is that they were trying to spread out the floor and Luke Cornett can shoot. I don't know if he made a single shot. Didn't do a lot of it tonight. 
feet today, but he he can shoot. And they were trying to open up for Levine and Laurie, which it did help a little bit. But defensively, we lacked because of it because he couldn't even guard Cody Zeller, which was fucking Question number two. I know Luke, Luke, uh, I know Laurie Markinen, very good three-point shooter. Not a very good three-point shooter tonight. He was very good in the post. He was very good driving. Why did he just keep fucking? I mean, they were open three, so he wasn't forcing it. But what the fuck? I mean, I just what, I, that's not really a question. Just what the fuck? I guess I don't. I don't know if you want to do something with that. Well, why was Laurie missing all those uh, threes? He did play very well. He had like thirty. So, I mean, I'm just gonna say like it was it was nice to see him do good, you know, with his back to the basket because I feel like last year, like his game was kind of out of like the pick and pop and a lot of perimeter stuff. So like whatever him going like I think he went like one for seven. I'll live with that. Uh, just the fact that he was being aggressive and getting to the basket pretty easy. And uh, he was just looking like crazy athletic. And that's something, a positive I want to take that. out of the game. I don't care that he missed all those threes. But that will come. I like that. Okay. That makes me so right. optimistic. He's, he's, that, game, that game is building up. And while his three-point game wasn't there tonight, it will be there later. Uh, question number three. What the fuck? Why, why like, They just shot a bunch of threes and we didn't stop him from shooting a bunch of threes. Why didn't we stop them from shooting a bunch of threes? <laughs> Because we don't play fucking defense. I don't know what else you want me to say to that. Zach Levine left Dwayne Bacon open at least. I, I don't know what Dwayne Bacon's stats were. Let's see if I could pull this up. He made at least six threes, and well, that's unacceptable. That Zach Levine. Oh, Marvin Williams, too. Don't even get me started on that. The third quarter, we were literally rolling. We were up by at least 10 at one point, and they let Marvin Williams get hot. He ended the fucking third quarter like five for six. Well, he's a defensive guy, though. Ridiculous. No. What's Boylan? Who? Is he a defensive guy? So oh, yeah. Dealt him yeah, on, he's... I feel like, no? Uh, I, mean, I hope. I mean, this is the fuck. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna intrude, to intrude here. But what I saw was it was just a lot of rotational stuff that was, like, going wrong. Like, the first pass out was never the one that they got the shot off. It was always the second or third pass, which is, like, I don't know. It's just rotational stuff. That's just the Bulls not playing together for a long time and not having a lot of game time experience together because it's – if it was the first shot, the one that's wide open, that's bad defense. That's people not paying attention. But if it's after the second or third pass, like that's great ball movement by the Hornets, and that's also the Bulls not knowing their correct rotations. Like that's something that's going to get solved. So if I were a Bull fan, I would not be too nervous about it. I well, I I would argue though. In transition, there were a couple open threes that they gave up, and that's just a lack of a communication. I guess that's kind of what you were alluding to. Um, but what I did notice rotation wise is that they kept trying to help whenever um like Devontae Graham would try to drive to the basket so it kind of seemed like the game plan was to like dare them to shoot but like once they start hitting threes you should really just switch it up at halftime and they failed to do that and like they stopped it I guess for the third quarter a little bit outside of the Marvin Williams little run he went um but the fourth quarter it just like went all to shit again I don't know today was the record I think it was the most threes the Hornets have hit in franchise history so I guess if you, oh, if you play that game nine more times I don't think they hit that many threes again so I guess it's the the perfect shitstone of playing the Hornets I have two more questions for you Benjamin uh question number or the next question are you Benny because of Benny the Bull like were you like were you Benjamin before you were a Bulls fan and then it's like uh, oh, I'm a Bulls fan now and I came out and told me Benny so funny story about that is that my cousins used to make fun of me and call me Benny the Bull. Um, I wasn't called Benny because of that. It was just because, like, that was just my nickname. So then when my cousins would call me Benny the Bull, I'd actually get pissed off. So it has nothing to do with that well, at all. The fact that we have Benny is our, like, Bulls guy. Like, I'll, like, follow you to the ends of the earth on your Bulls takes because your name's Benny. Yeah. You, got ben, you got the big three in Bulls lore, Ben, Ben Gordon, Ben Wallace, and Benny uh, Agala. 
Aguilar. There you Aguilar. Go. Okay. <laughs> Next question. Um, where was Zach Levine at the end of the game? Zach Levine's are well, him and Lori really are two bucket getters. But I mean, I feel like when Levine's bringing the ball off the court, it's more on him to be like getting buckets and really like closing the game out. I feel like he kind of just disappeared. And he was he was playing very passive at the end of the game. He was taking shots and missing them, or he was like passing them off, wasn't trying to take that the end of the game shots. Where was he? Why why wasn't he taking those shots? I don't think I would say he disappeared. Um, Laurie had the hot hand all night. He ended with 35 points. So, rightfully so, like, Zach Levine had to be passive. I think he was more of, a like, a distributor down towards the end because he ended with seven assists. So, he was clearly moving the ball. Um, I'm not angry with the way he played down the stretch. I'm more angry with the fact that he couldn't get going sooner. But, I mean, him giving it off to Laurie wasn't a bad well, That's my thing. last question. I've been asking a lot of questions. I got, like, I got one. I, I, I was only able to catch game pass because we don't have the balls up in, up in Marquette. We don't have the package either, which kind of sucks. But uh, I just have one question because I was only able to catch game pass. Sadoransky went one for five with two points tonight. When is Kobe White going to be a regular starter in this lineup? Yeah, this is a bad look for me because I was really, really high on Sato in my post preview. Um, I don't think we're going to see Kobe White as a starter until maybe halfway through the season or maybe if Sato gets injured. Um, what didn't show up on the game cast was how well Sato kept moving the ball. And I think that's part of the reason why Wendell and Lori were able to get better looks throughout the game. Um, to answer your question, uh, though, yeah, unless there's an injury or halfway through the season, I think it's going to be Their Sato usage of him was so weird. Wasn't he in at the very end of the game, Sadoransky? Yeah, so that was one thing that did irritate me because Kobe had the white, like the hot hand. They benched like, him. Come on, dude. Just like, right. They benched him and they put in Sato. So that I did not understand why they threw him in at the end of the game. But I, that could have been just, you know, I mean, veteran it, presence. It literally felt like they know. like they started Sadoransky. He, he, started, he started for him, played well, and they benched him. It felt like he didn't even play like the entire middle portion of the game. I mean, he, he obviously did, but he just didn't do much. And then they just like put him at the very end. It's like, what the fuck? Like, ride Kobe. Well, yeah, I, I completely agree with that. But to also keep in mind throughout the season, Sato's going to be that guy that doesn't show up in the box score. He's going to be that guy that, like, you have to actually watch him to see what mm-hmm. he's doing. He's a white rage on Rondo. And, like, basically. I, I would say better than that. I think he, he can score a little bit. I We didn't see that today, but he can put up. Oh, my I mean, God. He, only, he only had, like, what, three assists tonight? But watching the game, he wasn't moving the ball I, really well. I mean, if we were to count, like, hockey assists, I'm sure he had a bunch of them. <laughs> okay, so. so. it, yeah. Oh, my gosh. This isn't a question, just a statement. I was furious. Watching us try and finish at the rim and shoot threes at the very start of the game. Holy shit. Cool. Yeah, that was a bad look. Thad Young missed at least three shots oh. at the rim in the beginning of that game, and I was screaming right, at my TV. very last question. Uh, fourth quarter, maybe five minutes left. I think we were probably like, ten points. Why couldn't we just step on their throat and finish the game? You know what? If I could answer that question, the Bulls would have won a championship in 2014. Um, I, I don't know why Bulls teams can't do this. I don't understand why we can't just put them away like the Warriors do, like the Spurs do, like why all the great teams do. I don't understand it. I'll never understand it, and I won't be able to answer That's where it's question. like, I understand. We all play like they had like, you know, Lori had 30 or 35 or whatever. I don't know. It just feels like. Levine, like, this is a superstar-driven league, and it feels like guys like Lori, I mean, he didn't play very well, but, like, guy like Levine, like, don't be so passive. Like, go out there and step on their throats, and he obviously didn't do that. But I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I haven't watched Bulls basketball in a long time, so I'm making a lot of, like, very uh, off-the-rip, like, judgments. So I don't want to be too judgmental. I want to, like, watch more of it before I start really getting into it. But, yeah, that's just, that, those are just, that's just what I told. Those, those are all my questions. I appreciate you, Benny.
I mean, we're going to see more Levine getting aggressive. Like, I remember watching last year, like, he would take over down the stretch. So, don't worry about that. That was just probably, like, that had to have been the game plan to just keep giving Lori because he had mismatches all yeah. game. I, I, I know, I do know he's better than that. I did watch Low Bulls basketball last year. I know he is better than that. I feel like it was just a bad game from Levine. So, and he really couldn't get into any offensive rhythm, I feel like. But yeah, I'm I'm not saying he won't like he'll be like this all year, but it's just this one this just this one game. I'm just upset. I was very excited for opening night, and I was just very very let down. I know I know it will get better though. So yeah. that do it for our little Bulls recap. Night number one, the zero oh. one Chicago Bulls. Can we all? Uh, I actually have one more. Can we all just me, Danny, and Benjamin? We'll all just go around and give one, give Jake just one good laugh, just laugh at him about LeBron. Are you guys. Gonna do that? <laughs> I'll, yeah, I'll go first. I'll go first. <laughs> Ha ha. Okay, Ben, go ahead. <laughs> I can't tell if that was Dan laughing at us or just laughing at Jake. I couldn't really tell. It's 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 mix of both. What but, a fucking idiot. This guy dude, you, you, you texted you, you, two minutes into the game that, that LeBron's getting a third ring and uh, oh my god. Oh, Jake and I were fucking sitting there watching the game. They go Lakers go by two points. Like LeBron hits like a fucking I don't even know, like a floater off the glass. And Jake goes, this is going to be a fucking blowout. Ten minutes later, like, it's still, like, the exact same score. It's, like, what I'm talking about. Do you, do you guys want to hear something funny? So, I was actually at work, and when Jake texted that, I didn't have time to check, like, the score. So, I was like, oh, damn, the game's already over, whatever. Nope. And then I check it, and I'm like, what the hell? It's the second quarter, and the Clippers are leading. How the hell is this possible? I thought it was a blowout. Jake was literally unbearable. This is, like, the first so Jake The first I, quarter, I was unbearable. Jake and I are – that's all I was about to say. Let me finish. Jake and I are rooming together for the first time, like, ever. Yeah, not not like ever for the first time ever, period. And I, I knew I'd watched some, like, some LeBron games with him last year. I knew, like, holy shit, this kid's a fucking lot to deal with when watching the Lakers. That first quarter, oh my god, he was so unsufferable. <laughs> it was bad. It was fucking. It was so yeah. annoying. I was like, dude, I, I'm a Clippers fan. I'm like, you know what? I'm going full heel. I'm, 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 a, I'm also jumping on the Clippers too. But I mean, and Pat Bev, yeah, Chicago guy. How can you not? Pat but Kawhi's better than LeBron, Jake. No, he's how? not. When what? How? Oh, he. So th- me and Jake have been debating this. So we'll just, I'll just put it out there. Who would you guys rather start your franchise with, Kawhi Leonard, right now, not like Prime, right now? Kawhi Leonard or LeBron James? Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard. I, I think this is an easy one. It's Kawhi Leonard. But Jake's very biased. I mean, like, it's impossible to argue with him when you talk about LeBron because he'll just look through his LeBron dick-sucking glasses. So we can, we can try, but we can go ahead, Jake. Make Give me LeBron James every day. He's the greatest player of all time. He's still the best player in this league. When he's athletically going to go down, his IQ, his ball handling, and his team play is going to keep him at an elite level where Kawhi, once he loses a step, Will not be the best defender in the league anymore. His but everything is going to go downhill very quickly. Here's for the thing: Leonard. LeBron is lo- is kind of lost his step. Based now. Off Kawhi of, still ha- or Kawhi still has his step. Based off, based off what? Based off what have you seen that makes you think that Kawhi will lose his step very soon? I'm not saying very that's soon. You just you said like in the next. Once he years. loses his first, that's first step. Once he has a little bit of a drop back, what, no which LeBron's already going through. LeBron, exactly. LeBron's that's false. That right now, and Kawhi's not. So that's yeah. why Kawhi's better right now. Yeah. No, he's not yes, better right now. Not even close. This is why it's not worth this. Is not he's worth not. He can play defense and he's good one on one scoring. He can't pass the ball. He can not really ball handle. Oh, my. Okay. Can I argue with you on this? Because here's the thing you're Walking. talking about Kawhi losing a step. If they're. I didn't say he if, lost even, it No, I understand that. But even if he loses a step, bro, his mid range game is going to be relevant. Look at the way Michael played when he was older in his career. His mid range game, his turnaround, he didn't have to move. He literally just had to go to his bread and butter, and that's the same way Kawhi is. 
I don't think – even if he loses a step, he's still going to be great. So you're telling me the way the NBA is going right now, we should rely on his mid-range jumper. The way the NBA yeah, is because going. do you see the do you see the the pull that he has, bro? Even if he doesn't, he doesn't need to shoot. He just needs to get into the post and attract another player and kick it out to someone who could shoot a three. That's why him and Paul George are going to work together Jake, perfectly. Why, why is LeBron James the best player on earth right now? Like 2019, right now. Why? Basketball IQ. He can still get to the hole. You're acting like no other player in basketball has a good basketball IQ. Hey, do you guys do you guys know a football player who has a very high IQ? Chase Daniel. Is he the best quarterback in the league? No. Yeah, let's just not let me finish. Well, I would argue Rajon Rondo. We say dumb shit a lot. I'm trying to make my point. Athletically, he's still at the top of his game. He's not like he was at 28. No, he's not. But he can get to the hole whenever he wants against any player. He is the smartest basketball player that's ever played the game of basketball. He can play positions one through five. He can do everything on the court still at an elite level, and no one else can say the same. So why didn't he win last night? He didn't win last night because the Clippers have the same exact roster as last year, except for one extra player, Kawhi Leonard. Where the Lakers, besides LeBron, besides JaVale McGee, who's the worst fucking fit on this team, when JaVale, AD, and LeBron were all on the court together, I don't know why Frank Vogel even ever tried that, because there was a specific time in the game, middle of the third quarter, LeBron was on the elbow. No, LeBron was at the top of the key. AD had the ball on the left elbow, and JaVale McGee was in the left corner. JaVale McGee's defender sunk all the way to the block. Once Kyle Kuzma comes <laughs> back, he can fill that role, spread out the court. Lakers in five. Jake. I don't care who they play. All right, Jake. I think, saying, like, drop one player into a random group of guys, you're taking LeBron over Kawhi. Okay, yes. so last year, those two exact scenarios happened. You dropped Kawhi in a random group of guys. That's true. You dropped LeBron in a random group of guys. Kawhi won a championship. LeBron missed the playoffs. True. So you're telling me that the Lakers roster, besides LeBron, was comparable to that Toronto Ra- Raptors roster without Kawhi? They they, the Lakers had some they young did. talent, man. Well, Pat. Pascal Siakam just won most improved player of the year. He may arguably be on, like, the third-team All-NBA this year. You have – Kyle Lowry, so pretty damn good. Marcus All, who's a career all-star. Uh, they were pretty damn talented. I also like because Kawhi makes the players around him better, better than LeBron makes the players around him. Okay, Shh, sure. I don't know. So, like, good. everybody on that you had Fred Van around Kawhi. You had Fred Van Fleet last year in the finals, having Steph Curry get, like, waving off him he, or, like, trying to get a switch because he couldn't guard Fred Van Fleet. It's just – they're not comparable. Not even close. They're not com- I mean, I wouldn't say – obviously the Raptors are a better roster, but – one won a championship. The other one missed the playoffs. LeBron also is the first time his career missed more than, like, 20 games here. The first time he had a significant injury. They were the four seed before okay, he didn't got Didn't Kawhi sit, like, a, like, 10 games because of rest? Yeah. Okay. But I mean, but, but by that also, time, though, they already locked up right. with a playoff spot, yeah. and it's that's, in the East. That's planned load management compared to just missing 20 games in the middle of the year randomly. But can we get into the rest of the NBA? No, fuck LeBron. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, sure. Is that okay with you guys begin the rest of the NBA, please? I'm more yep, than happy with that. Okay, so let's start in the Eastern Conference because I want to go through the East really quick because they kind of suck. And no one in the East is very good. Um, I just want a surprise team from everyone in the East. I will go off first. My team is the Miami wow. Heat. Oh. I think... oh, no. All right, Dan. No, I'll go first, just... I... Adding Jimmy Butler, Tyler Hero is going to be really good. I, I like the Heat. I like the Heat, too. Just like they have another score in Tyler Hero. They added Jimmy Butler, who's a psychopath. I don't think they're going to do much in the playoffs. But regular season-wise, because in the East you have the Bucks, who are the clear number one seed and the clear favorite. Then you have 
Philly at number two. And then after two, there's like a big drop off to where it's like, huh, who's going to be the third? It could be Toronto, maybe. Maybe Boston. I don't know. Or I think, it, it, I don't know. I think Miami could be the Shire team that like goes all the way up for that three seed. Dan, why do you like him? Same reasons. I, I like Butler. He's just going to make – he makes everybody around him better, even though he's just a lunatic and he's a little self-absorbed. But adding in Tyler Hero, I, I like the – and the rest of the East is just so garbage that there's got to be one team that you have to pick. Uh, the other – I was going to say – so I guess I'll say them because they were my pick before. I didn't know how much time Oladipo was going to miss, but I do like the Orlando Pacers this year. The Orlando and, Pacers are – Orlando, the, the Orlando Pacers are going to be really good this year. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> the Indiana Pacers, I think, will be decent once they get. They'll be really good because before Oladipo got hurt last year, they had a. I think there was a sixty-eight win percentage, and then he got hurt, and they were like around five hundred. They added Malcolm Brogdon. They could be really good once Oladipo gets back. I think they'll stay afloat since they did add Malcolm Brogdon. They added some talent, but once Oladipo gets back, if he's fully back, back even at ninety percent of his of his talent. They'll be really damn good. I also like the fact that they locked up Sabonis. I think that's that's a pretty good move for them because that means that they like believe in their core. And so, like you said, if they can stay afloat and Oladipo comes back, that could be a scary team. They were, I think, they were like two or three in the East before Oladipo got injured last year. So that's what I'm saying. I know he's going to be out for at least a year or at least a month this year, so he is going to miss a significant time. But I don't know if they have a strong sixty percent of the year with them. If you only miss like the first forty percent, they can be a four seed, a five seed, and then be the real big pain in the ass in the first round for anyone. Uh, Benny, who's your surprise team? Okay, so starting on the East, and you guys are gonna laugh at me, but I actually really like the Knicks. All right, so I'm gonna They're break it right down now. with They're you. Winning. They are. They are. Uh, they are winning right now, and I'm. I'm not saying it just because of that. Um, I really like RJ Barrett, even though he played horrendous during the summer league and preseason. I feel like he's going to bring a dimension that like they've been lacking, which is like that star presence. Like, I think they thought Kevin Knox was going to bring that last year, but I don't know. I don't know if it's just his personality or what, but RJ Barrett's coming in there as a leader. Like I saw on one of the videos, he was like um, lifting up Alonzo Trier's like chin. He was like, come on, bro. Like, it's all right. Don't worry about it. And that's another player that I like on that team. Alonzo Trier. He can go get a bucket no matter what. Um, Mitchell Robinson, he's going to be there to enforce, uh, the paint. Julius Randle was a great signing. We got crazy Bobby Portis who beat the shit out of Miritich last year. So yeah, I like, uh, I like the Knicks on the East and then on the West, I hey, like the Mavericks. Hey, 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 we're not in the West yet. Oh, we're not in the West. Okay. I'm, I'm getting excited. I really like my pick for the West. Hold your horses. Matthew, do you have a surprise team in the East? I don't mean to be a big old boner, but I don't like watch enough basketball. I don't want to be giving out takes that I, I'm not informed about. So unfortunately, no. I did it. I mean, I don't mean to be a big thriving wiener, but yeah, I just don't feel comfortable. Not I don't feel comfortable. I just don't know enough about basketball. I mean, I'm not a Miami Heat expert, but I, I just threw out that Jimmy Butler went there and Tyler Euro could be a really good rookie. That's that's about it. True. There you go. Okay. I, mean, I don't. Have, I I just don't. I mean, well. All right. Man, you know what? You, I, Am I, I going to get any pushback play? for the Knicks? Uh what what do you think is their ceiling? Like, what is your uh, definition of surprise? I think they could get like forty-one to forty-one and slip oh, into the playoffs. Forty-one, forty-one to a little. That's a little. I'm I'm That's looking at this team right now. Listen, Dennis Smith Jr., Alonzo Trier, R.J. Barrett, 
Julius Randle, and we'll say Mitchell Robinson. That's an okay starting five. I don't know defensively how they're going to do, but it's offensively, I mean, I mean, he's going to be coming off the bench. I don't think he's going to play that much. They have so many forwards. They have Marcus Morris, Bobby Portis. Who else we got here? Kevin Knox could possibly play that same position. And they got that rookie dude from Michigan, Ignas Brazdikas. Oh, yeah, he low-key can shoot it. Like, I remember seeing preseason highlights. He, he has a strap. So, um, yeah, I don't know. This team's going to be interesting to watch. Uh, also, um, there's another one to throw out in the East is the Pistons because they added Derrick Rose. He put up 18 tonight. Fuck yeah. Love you. Oh, I'm here for that. Yeah, Derrick Rose is going to win MVP. This Thank year. you for listening. I love you. Come home, daddy. Um, then I'm going to do the opposite. It doesn't have to be a team you think is going to be utter dog shit because that's a lot easier to just choose the bad teams. Who is a team that you think is really, really, really going to stink it up? Not stink it up, but like disappoint. And Danny, I'll lead off with you. Ooh, wait for the East. Wait, skip, skip, East. go to Matt for this one. Matthew? LeBron, I mean the Lakers. LeBron's it's the Eastern fuck. Conference, Matt. Oh, that's a bad look. My, I don't give a fuck. My team is the Lakers. They fucking, LeBron's oldest dick. He's the second best player on his team. If Paul George was out there last night, he would have been the fourth best player on the court. So that's a tough look. So yeah, Lakers. I think Actually, you know, point. I, I, I have my third. pick and I just forgot it. Clippers are going to come in Thanks, first. Thanks, Matt. Damn, State. forgot his pick of you. Oh, my fucking fault. I think uh, Clippers are going to come in first. Golden State second. I think they're going to finish third in their like little division. Are they the West? Yes. Or like, what out the West? What, what like the Pacific they? Division. Pacific. They're coming third in the Pacific Division. Tough look. Perry here first, though. All right, Danny. Do you yeah, remember? I, uh, my, I was just going to say the Nats. Kyrie's going to take them nowhere without KD. I, the only reason I'm taking the Nats is because we need a team that's going to be letting letting us down. Most of the teams in the East are going to let you down. So, I guess the bar is really low. So, I don't think Kyrie takes them anywhere out of the first round. All right, Benny, who do you have a, dis- a disappointment? Uh, I'm doing this more of, like, in a practical way. I'm looking at, like, the playoff standings right now, and I think the Magic are going to take a step back. And it isn't because of their roster or anything. I just think that, like, with the Heat being a lot better this year, the Hawks looking to surprise people, and even, like, our, our Bulls looking to surprise people, I have a feeling one of those teams at 7 or 8 last year, which was the Magic and Piston, they're going to take a step back. The Magic are a bunch of pussies. I had a minus 9.5 going by 9. Fuck them. I mean, why didn't you buy the half point? That's logic in basketball. Grown ass man. Oh my god! I'm a grown man. That's why I'm a grown man. <laughs> um, my biggest disappointment, and in disappointment, I mean, I think they're going to finish around like the four or the five seed. Is uh, the Philadelphia 76ers? They're a big ass team. Bad take. They have absolutely no shooting on that team. That's a bad, bad take. Well, that's why it's it's a. Why is it a bad take, take Benny? Why is it a bad take? Because they do have shooters. Are you kidding me? Ooh. Ben Simmons. Yeah, dude. Oh. <laughs> this year, they're, they're going to be pretty good. I don't want they, to hear they, they, they took the, the Raptors. They gave the best series to the Raptors last year. Here, yeah, this is why I'm going to argue. Butler. They do have shooting. They re-signed James Ennis. He's on the team. He was shooting a lot in the playoffs from three. They have Al Horford now who can stretch the floor from them. Joel Embiid, even though he's like his percentages don't look great from three, he can like stretch the floor for he, Ben Yeah, Simmons. he can definitely shoot him. I'm just worried if he's gonna make them. I mean it, when he's making them it's good. Yeah, like that doesn't mean that they don't have shooters. Josh Richardson, he doesn't look bad. He's a pretty good three point shooter. Mike Scott can also shoot it from three. I, I think it's a lot more I, shooters than I you. hear a lot of guys that can shoot, but I don't hear a single one that can reliably, consistently give them a, a player that can stretch the floor. I mean, they didn't really have that last year. And they... But, Jake, the, the thing is, like, <laughs> there's no Tobias Harris. 
They still have I mean, they had Reddick. Yeah. They lost JJ Reddick. They lost Jimmy Butler. Like, but Tobias Harris. Wait, Jake, do you say the Sixers are going to be a four or five? Yeah. Who is above? Uh, obviously, the Bucks, but. Um, well, I guess this transitions perfectly yeah. into our next thing. I want to just do the top four seeds in oh, the East. Yeah. Um, Wait, don't, oh, yeah. I right. think. Never mind. Sorry. It's going to be the Bucks. I think Toronto's up there. I think they're still going to be really good. I know they're going to have a little bit of a hangover, but I still think they're talent wise, they're very good. Um, they got OG back, too. They do have OG back. Uh, so that's Pascal pretty Siakam, good. Pascal Siakam yesterday, like 37 points. He looked great. Um, who else? Boston is keeping up with Philly. We have the game off right now. I don't know if it's over yet because I can't. I can't watch games. Game record. It's over. I think Philly won. I think Philly won. Okay. Celtics. Long time. I long term. I think they're really going to enjoy playing basketball, and not having the question of do you think Kyrie's coming back? Do you think Kyrie's? It's going to be like they can actually focus on basketball and be a little bit better. And then, so yeah, that would put them around the four. And then if Indiana or the Miami takes a big step, um. They could be one of those teams that fell into three or four. Ooh. Ooh. Man. Um, okay, so those are basically my top four. I think it'll be Philly will be four. Philly will be four, Miami three, Toronto two, Bucks one. You really don't think the 76ers are going to be in the top four? No, I don't think they have the consistency. Oh, my God. All right. Then you're not going to like my top four. All right, what's your top four, Benny? So I have the Bucks. I mean, they pretty much have the same roster except the fact that they lost Brogdon, but I don't really think that's going to be that big of a deal. George Hill played so well. I think he's going to step into those into that position. He's going to be fine. I got the 76ers. I, I think they're going to be unreal this year. Um, the Nets, I don't know why you guys are damning Kyrie. I think Kyrie is going to get all of them together. It's basically the same roster minus, like, D'Angelo Russell. Um so I don't really see – like, their bench is still pretty good. They still have Dinwiddie. They have Karis LeVert. So I think they're going to be pretty strong. And then for the fourth, I have it tied between the Raptors and the Celtics. Um, like you were talking about Siakam. He just got his extension, so he's going to be playing he, – he's going to be playing a lot looser now. That'll be nice. That would be cool to see him just open up his game. And then, uh, I mean, the Celtics, I think without the distraction, like you guys said from Kyrie, they're going to be playing a lot better. Danny, All right, I'm four. just going to sound them off. Bucks, Sixers, Celtics, Raptors. And then who do you think is coming like out of that. the East? Who's winning the East? Yeah. I'm going to go with the Bucks. Man, who's winning the East? I'm the Bulls. He said the Bulls. He's in the kitchen making a tortilla. Benny. Yeah, it's a sandwich. How do you make tortilla? I don't know. It looks like you're putting butter on a tortilla. It's a sandwich. Benny, who's your pick out of the East? Um, I think I'm going to go with the 76ers. This will be a fun little thing we can keep talking about the rest of the year. We'll, we'll update this little feud we're having at, at the Sixers. Um, I'm going with the Bucks as well. Like, they're not our surprise team. Or just, they're just, like, significantly better than every other team. They have the most complete roster. Probably the best player in the East. Arguably the best player in basketball. Arguably the best player in basketball. But I, he can't shoot. He can't shoot. He can't yeah. shoot. Yeah. He's, not the best, yeah, he's, he's not the best player in basketball yet. No. Kawhi can at least shoot the ball. Correct. Um, but also, Kawhi is also not like 7-1 with freakish like measurables. Um, I mean, Kristaps can still – he has a strap and he's 7-1. What? I wonder what Giannis's 40 is. Giannis. Giannis. What's his 40? It's probably ridiculous. That's what I'm saying. Like, Kristaps has like the same measurables and can also shoot, but he's – looks like he's running a quick stand compared to Giannis. He's also white. Hey. What? Specs. White people are slow. Uh, I mean, Darrell, speaking of 
season-long things about, like, oh, like, we'll see how this team does. How about those uh, Lions losing to the Vikings this week? Jake's NFC North champion Lions losing to the okay, Vikings. Okay, with the Lions, this week they had three starters on their defense get hurt mid-game. Carryon Johnson's now out for the year with a knee injury. What? And Phil got hurt from the Vikings, I'm just saying. Okay, when did he get hurt? He had, like, a touchdown late second half. He got hurt very, like, for a quarter. It must have been, oh, it must have been Kyle Rudolph. Yeah, 25 yards and a touchdown. He got hurt after that, you know, play the rest of the game. So one I think it was the first quarter, right? That's yeah, what you said, right? Very early on. Yeah. Very early on. I'm sticking with my Lions thing. It, it's going to look rough now that three of their defenders are out, but um, I had it preseason. They have a game that they should have beat the Chiefs in. They have a game that they should have beat the Packers at Lambeau. So I still feel good about it. All right, Matt. Just try, real down on me today. All right, Western the Conference. The West. Yeah, you're really just trying to kick in me. You, you just, Matt gets very cranky when he's hungry. That's what I learned living with him. If he hasn't had something in his tummy for a while, he gets very – lashes out a little bit. Um, Western Conference. Bendy, who's going to surprise us in the Western Conference? So I kind of alluded to it by talking about Kristaps, but I really, 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 really like the Dallas Mavericks. That team is ridiculous. So, like, starting off with Luka, he's going to be unreal this year again. I think he should have made the all-star team last year, but I think because he was a rookie, they screwed him over. Um, They signed Seth Curry back, so they're going to have more shooting. Tim Hardaway, he has a strap. He can go wild. Um, They picked up Boban, literally the NBA favorite. Um, and then Kristaps, man. This team's going to be fun to watch. I agree. It should be fun. But something just happened, so I have to recall you guys. But we're going to kick it to a sponsor, all right? And I'll call you right back. All right. All right. No, not great. All right, Danny. Benny just said that Dallas is his surprise team. Who's your surprise team? Um, I was actually going to say Dallas. I'm not going to lie. But um, <laughs> so – I didn't have a, I don't have another one really prepared, so I'm gonna go with the Phoenix Suns. Huh. Oh damn! Huh. No, I don't. They're, they're, after, I just thought I just thought about Matt sending me that uh, message about how it's like the worst organization ever played for. So, Marcin's were taught to like a brothel. Yeah, mm. I don't know the context, but the, but that can't that can't be good. No, so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna I'm just gonna say the Utah Jazz. They're adding Mike Conley. What is Michael Porter Jr. healthy or what? What's the deal with him? Michael Porter Jr. is on the Denver Nuggets. I am so stupid. You guys really need me here. Oh, oh, okay, buddy. <laughs> no, I'm glad. And I didn't. Here. I didn't want to say the Denver Nuggets because everybody knows they're going to be good. Yeah. Um, I'll say mine because I want to. I don't know. Mine is, and I don't think they're going to be like a top four or anything. But team, no one's saying anything about them. I think will be like. Five or, or like six or seven range will be uh, the Minnesota Timberwolves. I love Carl Anthony Towns. Andrew Wiggins is trash, but they have like I don't know a decent amount of guys that can play. The midseason trade, uh, who did they get from Philly? It was uh, Quinton Richardson and a few other guys. I think they'll just be good enough to get the six or seven seed, losing the first round in five. But I hear no one talking about them, so I'll take the Minnesota Timberwolves. Actually, like the. For surprising, I guess you could actually say the Golden State Warriors because guess, yeah. nobody nobody's actually talking about how you, they lost Kevin Durant. Their Clay Thompson's hurt, but they're adding D'Angelo Russell. Steph Curry is just going to take over now. They could still be a top four team in the West. 
that bench is revamped too. It's unreal. Like, I don't know if Willie Cauley Stein's going to come off the bench or not, but him and Jordan Poole, I don't know if you guys watch Jordan Poole at Michigan. Oh, yeah. Electric. Absolutely electric. That dude can get buckets in like a hurry. And it's going to be, he's going to be unreal. So, you know, I'm going to go with my surprise in the West being the Golden State Warriors. That feels so weird saying after, I know. like the NBA in the last five years. Um, yeah, my team. Uh, then we go to Matthew. Do you have a team in the West to surprise us? I also like the uh, I also like the Timberwolves. They won by one point tonight at their underdogs. They're three and a half point underdogs. They won at Brooklyn tonight. Um, oh, team in the East that I think will stink. Do we already do that one. Yes. Oh, yeah, I said the Lakers. Um, my real one is the Nets. I'm not sure how high people have them rated. I don't know where Vegas has them finishing. But I feel like until KD gets there, they're not going to be that good, number one. Number two, wasn't you just asked me? The West? Yeah, West, oh, you're surprised. surprised I also agree with the Timberwolves because Jimmy Butler is, like, just a mean person. And wherever he leaves, whenever he leaves a, a team, they always come back and they're, like, all the players, like, they refound their love of the game once Jimmy Butler left. So, for that reason alone, I'll be taking the Timberwolves as my surprise team. I like it. I appreciate it. I like your pick too, Jake. Thank you very much, Matt. I think I know where you're going on this one. But, Matt, who is your uh, your disappointment in the West? You already said I'm eating a sandwich. I'm already, like, just more happy and upbeat. My what? Your disappointment in the West. My disappointment in the West? Oh. All right, so the Lakers. Okay. All right, we're done. I, I know where you're going. Because the Bronze dick. Okay. Danny, who's your disappointment in the West? My disappointment in the West is going to be the Portland Trailblazers just because the West just got got way more top. The Portland Trailblazers were always a very good team in the playoffs. They always got it done, but they made it to the Western Conference Finals this year, but the the West just is even more stacked than it was. Not, not because they're going to be bad, just because the rest of the league got so much better. Even when they added Hassan Whiteside? You don't think that yeah. too much? It, that doesn't really move the needle for me. I think it helps them a little bit because they didn't really have much rim protecting. I don't. I didn't think Nurkic was that good of a rim protector last year. Offensively, he was great for him, um, but I don't know. I think he's going to help him that way because when we had they had Cantor there and Cantor couldn't stop like a fucking nosebleed. So, oh, that's that's been Portland's entire issue the last what? How many years have CJ and Dame been together? Their main issue is they've never never been able to like defend the rim. It's just been who can score one hundred and twenty first. And I don't think they're going to be a top four seed. I think they'll start out the year strong just because they have so much team chemistry already. And it's a team that's kind of been the same for a long time, but they'll start to fade away. And then the playoffs, probably a first or second round exit, second round exit yeah. like is their peak. Yeah. Um, disappointment for me is the Utah jazz. I feel like they, oh, are- you guys stole mine. I had, to, I had the trailblazers and the jazz. Yeah. <laughs> well, you better think while I explain, mister. Oh, shit. Um, I- it's tough. I got one for you, Benny, if you need one. Keep going, Jake. <laughs> I, I think the Jazz – Okay. I think the Western – I think the the Jazz are basically just the Walmart version brand of the Clippers. They play really good defense. They'll be efficient, except they just don't have any stars. Like, Rudy Gobert is, like, one of the best defensive centers in the league. Okay. Mike Conley. Mike Conley. Mike he's Conley. good. Okay. Is he even, like, a, a top eight guard in the West? I don't think so. That's not a mine. He does make a lot of money. Um, Damien or uh, yeah, Donovan Mitchell. I think he's overrated. So I, there's no one on the team I love. People are regarding him as a top four seed, possibly. I don't see it. I don't like it. Uh, Benny, you. So just looking off of last year's playoff standings, I think 
if I said the Thunder, everyone would be like, duh, of course the fucking Thunder, you know, regress. Hey, they it's do gonna Chris be... Paul now. Well, fuck Chris Paul. Chris Paul's <laughs> fucking ass. So I'm not worried about him doing anything for that team. But I think it's going to be the Spurs. And it isn't even because the Spurs are bad. I just think teams like the Kings, uh, the Mavericks, you guys are talking about the Timberwolves. I mean, the Lakers didn't make the playoffs. There's like That's like four or five teams I just listed that are probably going to end up with a better record than the Spurs. So that's the only reason why I'm going to pick. I don't know nothing player wise, just how the NBA set up on the Western Conference. Yeah, everyone got better and they stayed the same, basically. Yeah, I mean, they got DeJounte Murray back, but that's just going to help him defensively. Um, offensively, maybe Lonnie Walker, but he can't really shoot that well. So we'll see how that works. Here's, here's, before before we jump to our top four, I was actually thinking that one of you guys were going to say it, but what do you guys think the Houston Rockets are going to be this year? I think they're going to drop. And I saw like some type of like mock uh, standings that they might be the eighth seed, which is way too low. But I think they'll be like like a five or six seed. That's I had the same as I thought. I, we have the same brain. I thought they'd be like a five or six. Which is weird. They were what? Were they the two last? No, they were the three last. They were right? no. They, they were the four. They were four. Oh, why are lower? Why do I think they were so much higher? They I don't mean they were the, tied with the, the Trailblazers. The yeah, they were the one two years ago, and then they had the they, they had to play the Warriors in the second round last year. Oh yeah, that was rough. That's that's always a tough draw. Um, top four in the West. I think we know where I'm leading off. I think it will be Clip or the Lakers. <laughs> Lakers first over or top seed. Two Denver Nuggets. I love the Denver Nuggets. They are the seventh. They have, I think it was twelve to one odds to win the finals. The seventh best in the league. That's a good play right there. That's a lot of money to be made because if say there's a big injury to LeBron, AD, I don't think they can win the West without one of those two. If either of them are not healthy, and Denver, the only team they couldn't stop last year was the Warriors. That was it. Besides the Warriors, they basically steamrolled the rest of the league. And I don't see really what change if anything they added. Michael Porter Jr. Daniel and. uh he has the potential. I know, that was just a brain fart. I'm sorry. Oh, no, it's okay. But I'm saying, like, you thought he'd be a great ad for the Jazz. He's even a better ad for the Nuggets. For the Nuggets, just because they're already an offensive powerhouse. And if they could add him, who, if he's fully healthy, had the skill level to be the first overall pick. So that's like, that would make them basically unfair offensively. I don't think they can guard anyone for their life. But um, so I think they'll be the two seed. Three seed, I think, will be the Clippers. And then four seed will be uh, the Warriors. So mm-hmm. that would that yeah that would line up for Western Conference Finals Clippers Lakers. That would be a lot of fun. But Dan, who are your top four? All right, number one Clippers. They showed that they're better than Lakers last night. Obviously, um, number two, I'm going to go with the. I was gonna. I was. I don't know. I was gonna flip. I was flip flopping, but. Lakers at two, and then the Nuggets, and then the I'm gonna go with the Warriors as my surprise, like I said earlier. Benjamin, uh, so I didn't know we were doing an order, but I'm gonna have the Nuggets actually at number one. And the only reason why I say that is because Jokic and Murray they were doing their thing, right? But they didn't have like a wing presence like Michael Porter Jr., and I think he's gonna have a bigger impact than people are uh, thinking if he can stay healthy. Um, number two, even though I hate the Lakers. And I hate – actually, I don't hate the Lakers. I actually just hate LeBron. Um, I still think they're, they're going to do really good. Kuzma, AD, and LeBron, that'll be enough. Uh, number three, it's going to be the Clippers because I have a feeling they're going to do resting stuff with Paul George and Kawhi. So their regular season record's going to be shit. But once it comes playoff time, they're going to be locked in. 
And then I have the Warriors at four just because I'm so high on, like, D'Lo and fucking Steph in the backcourt with Draymond. That's – I don't know. They're going to regress a little bit without Clay out there, but I think it's still going to be as uh, entertaining to watch. Matthew, do you want to give your uh, top four? He's, he's shaking his head no. I'm assuming do you have the Lakers missing the playoffs entirely no, or no, I just don't know about enough about, about basketball to make an educated opinions. I don't know why we went so much longer on the East than we did the West. I thought the West we were gonna be a lot. Talking about I think the one. because the West we already know what, what we're kinda of what we're getting. The East is a little up in the air. We don't know what, what's going on there. Is there anything about the West either of you, any three of you guys want to bring up? Because I'm kinda of drawing a blank right now. Um, I don't know if Mike Conley is going to be as big of a pickup as everyone was making it seem. Well, starting out of the game, he's like 0 for 7 with like one point. He's also old he's as really shit. Old. He's really fucking old. And they're losing to the Thunder right now, which, I mean, that frustrates me because I hate Chris Paul. So, what's, I don't know if Chris Paul's locking up Conley or what. Instead of talking about the West, what's your uh, beef with Chris Paul? Okay, I, I think he's dirty as shit. He's a bad teammate. He just fucking sucks. Like, I hate watching him play basketball. Last year, I bet on the Rockets so many times, and he slows down the pace so much. It's so frustrating to watch because you have James Harden, who's literally running shit. They're they're running in transition. James Harden's getting people involved, kicking it out, and Chris Paul just fucking dribbles the ball. Air, dribbles the fucking air out of the ball. So, yeah, he did the same shit with the Clippers. It pisses me off. All right. I All right, it. just a quick Mike Conley update. He has three points, and he's shooting one for 13 from the field. Oh, that sounds like me at the yeah. rack. That's brutal. That sounds like Lori from three tonight. That's a, that was not that was unnecessary. That's true. So, uh, Mike Ooh. Conley confirmed not a great pickup. Eh, game one. Game one, yeah. 82. Let's give him some time. Ooh, I'm trying See, to... I personally, he's been my favorite player for years. Mike Conley? No, I'm just making sure. Okay. I'm just talking I was going to say, who the fuck roots for Mike Conley? number two is Chris Paul, actually. Weird. Uh, Who? I don't know anyone that's a huge Chris Paul fan. Yeah, because he's a fucking cocksucker. (laughs) Fuck Chris Paul. Jesus. My, uh, okay... I have a hypothetical hypothetical for you guys. So my buddies and I were talking about it. Who would you rather have, Lou Will or Chris Paul? Lou Will. Right now, Lou Will. Right, absolutely, dude. Chris Paul fucking sucks. Like girlfriends too. That's baller. I mean, a couple, yeah. a couple, a I mean, couple years ago, obviously Chris Paul, but right now, the both of them. But I know the girlfriends know about each other. No, that's what I'm saying. Like they probably have sex and stuff. <laughs> that's, that's cool. Are you fucking kidding me? Take, give me the sex ever. Are you fucking kidding me? And Chris Paul's gonna. Right. Yeah, he's injury prone. Yeah, and he's got. Lou Will just gets buckets. His contract's way fatter than Lou Will's, I have to assume. I don't know what Lou Will's is looking like, but I know CP3 has, like, the worst contract in the NBA, so. Lou Will only makes, like, $9 million a year, and CP3 makes, like, thirty-five to be an asshole. On One time, court. someone tried to uh, rob Lou Will at gunpoint last year in Philadelphia, and he, like, talked him off the ledge and, like, went and bought him McDonald's or some shit. So, <laughs> give me Lou Will. <laughs> right, and Chris Paul's just throwing Jordans at homeless yeah, people. So. Chris Paul's, like, calling him scum on, like, giving him the keys to his Ferrari or whatever. He's not, like, sitting down, like, giving him a real nice meal, really talking to him, getting to know him. Right. Chris Paul is part is part of the Banana Boat crew, though. Go away for Banana it. Banana Boat, baby. Yeah, go away hey, for it. Yeah, and there's a reason why he was at the back, because no one likes him. That's well, Chris- he wouldn't have been invited. They probably would have brought Bosch along if they if they liked him more than Chris Paul. Well, Bosch is fucking weird, so I don't well, think you can bring him anywhere. Why do you think Chris Bosch is weird? 
<laughs> You're in that picture. He probably, he probably, he probably the boat too. You're in that video, a picture of him where it's like it feel like a, a browser's preview picture, and it's just him drinking champagne. Yes, you have. Is it, is it like a championship video? You guys know what I'm talking about? Yeah. You too? Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking exactly, about. Exactly, Jake. I, I definitely see it, but I can't think of it off the top of my head. Uh, yeah, it's just, no, your phone's at 11%. You want to use it? No, I'm okay. We're, there's we're a picture. There's a picture, yeah, there's a picture of Chris Bosch where he's like drinking champagne. He's like pouring all over himself. And it's fucking semen. <laughs> You've seen this picture before, 100%. I probably, I just can't think of it. I will show head. you later. It's bad. That, 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 that well, picture Jake, you were, he's Jake, you used to be. Jake, you used to be a Miami Heat fan. I I'm surprised you haven't seen that. Yeah, really. I, if you show me, I guess I have. I just can't think of it off the top of my head. Um, but hey, we need to throw some respect on Chris Paul. He's the head of the players' union. Uh, a great response. Shut the fuck. Great up. responsibility. A lot on his plate. No, I don't like Chris Paul. I don't, I don't, I don't dislike him. I have nothing against him. Oh, Isn't that- he like LeBron's kid's godfather, though? I don't know that for sure. Then, well, God he, bless Bronny because is. if that was my uncle. <laughs> But, but Jake, I feel like if if LeBron James chooses him to be his god, his kid's god godfather, you kind of have to like him. Yeah, right? You do actually. That's oh true. no, it's You're not right LeBron as hard as you do. I don't ride his dick. I support the best player in the league. No, you ride oh, his dick. This uh, league, baby. Jake, hold on, Jake. I have a hypothetical oh, for you. I, I always win in these. So, if I what if I told you about this guy? Uh, he was very active politically. Not too long ago, and then another political situation comes up, and he decides not to comment on it because it will hurt his it will hurt his bottom line. It will hurt his wallet. Would you do you do you think you prefer a guy who wants money more than he cares about his like morals and standards? Hmm. What do you think? I wonder who and what this could possibly no, be. No, just blind, just blind, blind resume test. Who do you do you like a guy who will say fuck all of his morals for money, or do you like a guy who will stand up for other people's rights and like that I've, kind of guy? We, we've talked about it. Which one do you We've prefer? talked about this. You just I'm not you, giving you an answer. Which we've already talked about this. See, Jake likes the guy who prefers his morals, but LeBron's the type of guy who likes his money, so that's why, yeah. Yes, the same LeBron guy who did a whole segment about, I'm more, I'm not, we're not getting into this. I'm not talking about Yeah, LeBron's about a piece this. of shit. No, okay, let's talk fuck about it. Yeah, fuck that. Okay. Is that everything, guys? LeBron's got a movie coming out soon, so we want people to go see it, so he's not going to talk about all the people that are suffering in China. It's fine. Well, it's not, they're not in China. China. They're oh, yeah. I didn't even think, no, I didn't even think about Space Jam 2. What'd you say? I didn't even think about Space Jam 2 about how LeBron that's why. definitely wants that's, China to watch That's it. That's why he's all like, oh, Daryl Moore is dumb. He's uneducated. He doesn't know what he's talking about. Because LeBron LeBron's going to start sucking China's dick because he still wants those China viewers on his movie. That's why he's, like, nah, that's why he's not saying shit. Because he's a bad person. I'll say it. Jake won't say it. Jake will keep riding this day. Who, who's your favorite bull ever? My favorite bull? I don't really know, honestly. Okay. Never mind. Is it Der- okay, it's Derrick Rose. Okay. Thank wow. you. What's Rose? Yeah, I was going to say, that's an easy Let's answer. If it's not Michael Let's Jordan, it's Derrick Rose. Your favorite player is Derrick Rose. Has he ever been, what, what has he done wrong? Derrick Rose didn't get charged. What's he done wrong, Jake? Go ahead. What is consent? I don't know. Okay, what did he do wrong? He's stupid. No one says he's not stupid. What did he do wrong? He raped a woman. Was he found? You got charged for that? No way. He was charged. He didn't never. get charged for oh, it. He wasn't he was charged. charged. Oh, he wasn't found guilty. Okay. No, he wasn't found guilty. Yes, because you know what? Our legal system is the most reliable to always find yes and no and the right and wrong. Oh, so we're just gonna do that for everything now? Okay. So if a person wasn't, if a person was found not guilty, well, our legal system's always wrong. So they our legal system is horrible. We're not getting into it. Jake, Jake, Jake you must stuff. be found guilty beyond beyond a reasonable doubt. That's why our justice system's good. Yeah, I agree. I'm not kidding. So go ahead. So say the, the, the this, bad thing that Derek Rose did. Go ahead. This is not. This is not a political. Tell me, the, tell me the bad thing Derrick Rose did. Go ahead. Derrick Rose is a bad person. Go ahead. He's tell just me about dumb. It. He's also a dumb person. He, How is it like? I don't he's think dumb. he's bad. Also, bad morals. He had someone take the SAT or the ACT for him. 
Who fucking cares? That's part business. That's not that's okay. Not LeBron, I mean, so that he could provide for his family. Jericho that's a did cheater. Because he, he didn't have a pathway to you know college. Like he's fucking Le- crazy. Path, pathway to the NBA because out of high school. No one's like LeBron else. was able to go straight from high school to the NBA. Because couldn't do that. He had to go play a year in college. So guess what? He's got to go take the ACT. Probably doesn't take the ACT very well. So yeah, because he doesn't care about do academics. Well. Yeah, who fucking does? I yeah, do. Oh yeah, you know who else doesn't care about their academics? LeBron James didn't go to college. Yeah, he made that money millions out of college. Heroes, the chosen one. Heroes would have done it too. Be, you know. Yeah, maybe not. They didn't change the rules. Okay, that's the end of the episode. Enjoy the second half Wait. of this episode where we talk about football and our picks and all that jazz. Enjoy. Kyrie put up fifty. Oh, but they lost. Wait, really? Yeah, yeah. Ouch. They lost by one. <laughs> Missed the game winner. Yeah. Yuck. Ooh. What's up, Danny? What's going on? So this is going to be weird because we're recording this first, but it's the second part of the episode. But we already asked you how your week's been. Not too great, huh? Yeah, just pretty pretty standard. Did you learn anything last weekend in college football or the NFL? The Bears are in trouble. Huh. <laughs> the Bears are not good right now. But it's like they're, three, they're 500. They're 3-3. Three and three. Like I can't really panic too much for a 500 football team. I can when the Packers are six and one. The division looks tough right now, but you only just have to get in. That's all that matters. Getting in. This is a whole different three and three from last year. Oh no, it's completely different. But I was talking to Matt about this on Sunday. Like when you looked preseason, I guess this is what you learned. I this is what I learned this last weekend was never look at a preseason schedule and be like, damn, that's tough. Because preseason we saw Saints, Chargers, Rams, Eagles, and the Lions somewhere in that mix. And we're like, damn, that's pretty damn hard. And although we already lost to the Saints, we're 0-1 in that stretch. It doesn't look as bad already. But, it doesn't um, look as bad, but we look way worse than we thought we were going to be. Everything in this scenario is much worse, I would agree. Matt, did you learn anything this weekend? I learned that the Bears are at the point, the exact same point that I was with at with the uh, Cubs at the end of the season, where I wasn't getting upset with the losses anymore. Where I was at the point where I was like, I don't expect them to do this. One and one, like at halftime of that football game, we were like blessed to be down by two points. It was 12 to, 12 to 10 at halftime, I believe we were losing. And I felt like, hey, where, Jake, what are you doing? I was going to the college football. Oh, games. okay. Uh, I felt like I just, I'm at the point right now where it's like, if, if the Bears keep losing, I'm not going to be upset because I just like, I don't see it with this team. This is not the same team we saw from last year. The offense is somehow worse. And it's putting more pressure on the defense. The defense is playing better offenses, you know, getting those same turnovers, those same pick sixes. We're not scoring points off of de- off of defense because we're just playing better teams. And then when the offense is going three now, and just yeah, it all it's all like a fucking big old human centipede. Like we're all shitting in each other's mouths. Like offense is going three and out more often. Defense is playing better offenses, and it just all kind of builds up on itself. And I'm officially at the point where it's like, unless I see more from the Bears to give me more hope, if they just keep doing this shit all season, like, I'm not gonna get upset about it. Because I I pride I, I pride myself in being a realistic fan. I realize when the team like why am I gonna get mad? Why will I get mad about this team when they have no hope? Not no hope, but like you look what's on you look at what's going on in the field, baseball or football, and you just go, this team just doesn't have what it takes. So unless until this team starts showing those signs, then I'll get upset again. But until that time, like if we just keep losing, I'm not gonna get like it's just not worth my energy. Same thing with the Cubs last year. So that so what did I learn? That I'm at the point with the Bears where it's like if we keep losing, I'm not gonna be upset. If we start showing signs of you know. Getting back to the defense we had last year, offense starts showing signs of getting better. Then I'll get upset. But I've been rambling, so I don't know how to encapsulate that into one nice little neat sentence. But that's what I learned this this week. 
I got a, I got also got another takeaway. This one's really, really obvious, but Wisconsin is dead. No, they're not dead. I, I disagree. They're dead. They could beat Ohio. I'm not saying this will happen. They are a dead team. I'm not saying this could happen or this will happen, but there is a path for them to make it. If they beat Ohio State twice, will they beat Ohio State twice? Probably no. not. No, they will not. But there that's, is a path. That's why I'm saying they're dead. So what, if once they lose to Ohio State this week, I believe then they are dead. Well, actually, what's more impressive? You, I mean, the, the thing impressive? is, here, here's here's how. Here's how I think it'll break down. If Wisconsin wins this weekend and then makes it the Big Ten title and they win, I think you put in a two two SEC teams over a Big Ten Wisconsin a Big Ten champion Wisconsin team. I think I think right now it's I mean, we'll just or a big or I should say uh, I think it'd be three because they kept they kept Ohio State out of the the playoff last year because of their loss to Purdue. Wisconsin's loss to Illinois just blemishes their their entire resume. Yeah, it looks really bad. I was at um, so on Saturday, Northern Illinois had their uh, STEM fest, and I was working it for the anatomy club. And I usually don't check my phone when I'm at school things because I don't know professionalism, I guess. But I felt like a bunch of vibrations going off in my pocket, so I finally checked my phone and I saw that Wisconsin lost. My teacher saw my reaction. She's like, "Are you sick? Like, do you have to go to the bathroom? Like, are you okay?" I'm like, "I'm okay." Wisconsin just. Constantly kicks me in the gut. Like, it, it kills me. And, That's like, tough. my teacher there, she went to Penn State for seven years, like a diehard football fan. She's like, yeah, Wisconsin's never going to win. I'm like, thanks. I need the yeah. reminder. So, to answer yeah. last week's question, who is more realistic <laughs> of winning their division, their conference? <laughs> LSU. LSU. <laughs> they, and, and this, really... also, this, all, this loss also makes Michigan look so much worse, too. It does. Oh, you know what else makes it look bad? What? what was the final score of this game? This what was the final score of the Illinois uh, Wisconsin game? 27-26, It was a one-point game. One-point game. So Jake last year had the big take. Oh, Illinois is so bad. We could we could win if I play running back. I mean, Jonathan Taylor played running back. In this I never round. said win. I said I would gain fifty yards. No, and you said they would win. No, you you made it seem like you we'll guys dig the take. I never. I don't think I ever guaranteed a win. I guaranteed yes, you did. fifty yards. You I literally. Still you said, yeah, you know, that was the whole basis that you guys that they would still win even if you were running back. So I, I like, still think so. So I feel like that kind of debunks it. If they can't win with Jonathan Taylor running back, they will most certainly not win with Jake Larson running back. I mean, this is like literally the exact scenario that you you said, and they didn't win with Jonathan Taylor. So how would they win with you at running back? Can you tell me? They just came out so slow, so and I I said this on last week's show where it's like they're gonna get the red and white scrimmage playbook. They're not gonna show anything, and that's what they did. They played. Like, it was basically week one of spring camp, and it bit them in the ass. If they wanted to go full guest or, like, pedal to the floor, like, but go, go, go. But they didn't. Correct. They didn't. If – I don't know. So, I think that definitely debunks your hypothetical. Yeah, it totally debunks it. Like, fully. I disagree. But are, uh, you, are you are you serious? Jake does this a lot. He'll dance around shit. Like, he'll have a take, and it'll be wrong. He'll, like, dance around it and, like, fucking twiddly, twiddly do around it. Like, just fucking – oh, be like, you know, you're right. They, they couldn't they, beat Illinois with Jonathan Taylor at running back. They would never win with me at running back. Just say that. Like, don't don't quit doing this shit. I know you're not you're, going you're, to. You're saying, Jake, do they win that game? You know, if you're playing running back instead of Jonathan Taylor, if it's at Camp Randall, yes. You're a okay. What's the, next, what's the next topic? What's the next topic? I'm not. This isn't worth my breath. Danny, nah. here's the next game or the next topic. Here's a question for you: Are you more excited for Wisconsin, Ohio State, or LSU, Auburn? I'm assuming I know your opinion and. But what is it? What do I? What am I? I'm, I, I want to see. I, like I like obviously I'm not a state fan, but LSU Auburn's gonna be a much better game. I agree, Matthew. 
Ooh, I'm pretty excited for NIU hosting Akron this week. Our homecoming, homecoming. let's fucking go. 23-point favorites. Are we really? Yeah. Akron's pretty bad, huh? Akron's fucking horrible. Beat Massachusetts. Oh, beat, my beat God. Beat Mass outright, though. Liberty, I know they're techni- Liberty is technically D1. The game is at Rutgers, and Liberty is seven-point favorites. Really? Rutgers, not Rutgers does not deserve to be in the Big Ten anymore. It never did. The best, the best game this weekend is between two two teams that I hate, but I think it's gonna be a really good game. Is nowhere in Michigan. Yeah, oh, true. Yeah, it's a big time uh, jersey game. Big time, like just tradition. You look out there, it's like fuck. That's cool. Tradition, pretty awesome. Um, where do we go from? Oh, picks, college picks. Yeah, we're all off kind of on a loop because we're not doing our typical thing. But um, we'll, go, <laughs> we'll do our college picks first. I will go first just because I'm scrolling up. My college pick for this week is LSU. We'll, we'll talk about how we did last week. How we did last week? Uh, I went one and one. I went one and one. Dan, zero oh and two. Fuck! I, could, I mean, if I just did the if I did the the hate you thing this week. Well, the I thing can't. is, I, I I I the Penn State Michigan game. I had Michigan, and then I flipped it because of the whiteout game. I probably shouldn't have done that. Yeah, that was tough. That I'm was sorry tough. I brought it up. Yeah, that was tough. Well, I just but I had to at that point. That was just a. Spur the moment, I, you know, you got to take them in the whiteout game, even though I really liked Michigan with the point. No, that's one that, like, you lose that bet, and you're like, that's fine. I, I, I'll wear that one, you know. If, we, <laughs> if, they, if they lose with the whiteout, fine. It is what it is. Yep. Um, so that then takes us to 17 and 19 on the year. No, does it? We are no. it's 12, six, we are 17, 15, 15 we're and, Yes, you're right. 17, 19. Okay, I was right. Ouch. I am sorry, guys. 17, um, I'll go Pick LSU minus 11 at home versus Auburn. Auburn cannot score. We saw that in the Florida game. That offense, it, it will not keep up with LSU. LSU is going to put up points. It's going to put up 40-plus, and I don't even think Auburn gets into the 20s. So I'm taking LSU minus 11. Danny, your pick? Texas on the road against TCU minus one. It, it's just a gut pick. There's what is it? Gut gut pick. They just beat – Texas just beat Kansas by two last week. And I know it sounds horrible, but the thing is, they hung with uh, they hung with LSU earlier in the year. They hung with you know Oklahoma for a little bit. It's just gut pick. That's it. Did you who see- who, who are you a one a pretty much a pick them? Who are you really gonna take, Texas or TCU? Fuck Texas. Did I'll you pick see- TCU? Texas is a bunch of pussies. The fact that you almost lost to Kansas, go fuck yourself. And they were at home. Fuck, fuck um, I'm very upset with Texas. Have right you now. seen TCU's jerseys for these games? For no. this game, no. no, they are atrociously bad. Ooh. So, for that reason, I like your pick, Dan, because win with the jerseys TCU is wearing. They are very ugly. They are very shitty. Matthew, your pick. My pick: Stanford plus one at Arizona. You guys are probably wondering why. I don't fucking know. I mean, like, I don't know goddamn a goddamn thing about college football. I'm done trying to look at these got this. 85 games on, on the board, looking for one goddamn pick that I like. I know good players. I don't know those fucking spreads. I don't know the intricacies of the teams. So I'm just fucking I, – I, my, my strategy for this one was I my eyes closed and clicked on a team. And whatever team that was, I was picking them. And that team just so happened to be Stanford, plus one. You got Andrew Luck. You got Jim Harbaugh. You got uh, Bryce Love. You got Richard Sherman. Stanford Christian, plus Christian one. Christian McCaffrey. I mean, that's the best player of all of them, arguably. I don't know how I forgot him. Ran all over Iowa in that bowl game. But, yes, Stanford plus one. 
Oh, I like it. Well, you have a fifty percent chance that just as good as me. And I you. feel like that's as that like this is a better option for me than like actually trying to use logic for college football. I just Understand. don't know a damn thing. So I feel like this is really a better option than just trying to think because my brain just doesn't work sometimes with college football. <laughs> Most of the time, actually, it does not work with college football. Um, yeah, like that Wisconsin Ohio State game. I was gonna be so excited for. It. I was gonna have so much fun watching it. Watching Wisconsin probably lose by like ten. And I was just like, Ugh. we got work anyways this weekend. So I, I have to work this weekend anyways, but I was going to kind of like not get any sleep this weekend just so I could watch it. I may just sleep. I'm not going to sleep through the game, but it's just like, uh, just Wisconsin always will break your heart. And it sucks. Yeah. It's no fun. All right. NFL, we'll go back around. Matt, yeah, we're snaking. Matt, my, pick, my pick this week is the same as last week. I got Rams minus 13 and a half. They're hosting the Bengals. I love I love this at thirteen and a half. If you can get it there, I would get it there. I mean, obviously you want to wait for it to get to fourteen, or on Sunday it'll probably be like up to fifteen. So I should really bet this right now. Now that I'm saying this, but uh, I just feel like the Rams. They lost like three straight in a row before that last week against the Falcons. They beat up on the Falcons, bad team. Uh, line was only three. They were, they were catching. No, they were minus three. They ended up winning by like twenty. They blew them out. And I just feel like this is like continuing like the Rams. Like they're not their revenge tour, but they're like shitty team where we like. Sure, we lost three three straight games to really good teams, but now we're playing like inferior opponents, so we're just gonna run, run up the score and like, hey, we're the Rams, you know. So when you look at their record, like look at their points scored totally, like damn, the Rams' offense still pretty good. But it's like, oh, actually, they were just playing like dog poop, dog dog duty. So yeah, uh, Bengals or Rams minus thirteen hosting the Bengals. That's my pick this week. I feel like that's the Rams' mo is we beat the shit out of bad teams and we can't keep up with good teams. I don't know. I feel like just this season it is because they've been. This is one of their worst seasons in the past three years, arguably up to this point. Um, I just feel I don't like think, I don't think argue, arguably. You think it is just is it, it is yeah yeah. I just didn't do the research on it, so I don't want to just I don't want to make these blatant statements that I don't have any any backing for. I'm not saying that you are doing that. I'm saying that's I, that's why I didn't just put a stamp on it. But yeah, I think it's just for this season because they're just yeah they just you, they play legit teams and they're this so that's another another team. You know, you look at the schedule, you go, damn Rams, gonna be a tough team, but like. Uh, Todd Gurley doesn't even play that game. Not going to be good. Uh, Jared Goff is like not very good this year. So yeah, that's another another. Just to go back to Jake's point, another team that like looked very scary on paper as the season's going on, not so scary. Danny, who you got? All right, I like Seattle minus three and a half at Atlanta. Seattle coming off a bad loss against the Ravens. They're trying to you know trying to keep up with the Niners in the in the West with how good they're playing. The Falcons are playing for nothing at all at one and six. Maybe I should isn't it? Isn't Wait, that Ryan out? Daniel? Wait, Wait what? I think Matt Ryan's out, no? I, I, I read about that. I wasn't sure if it was it was legit or not, but it was it, it's a three and a half right now. Yeah, that's I mean if that's only three and a half. They did just have a very bad loss. Would they would the no, they just lost to the uh, Ravens at home. Yeah, they just had a pretty bad one of the Ravens. So that's another like. But hey, the Ravens, are a, good, Ravens are a good team. How do you feel about them? What time is that game at? Do you know? Uh, I believe I, I think it's a mid slate game. It's all oh, it's three o'clock game. Yeah, that's good. I was gonna say cause it could be trouble for them going from West Coast. Oh time. no, noon noon game noon game. They did they did they did cover against the the uh, Browns when they played at noon uh, like yeah. two or three weeks ago. So that really shouldn't be any concern. Uh, so Matt Ryan not practicing Wednesday, but still hopeful hopeful for the Seahawks. Yeah. Game, questionable, put it questionable right now. Mm-hmm. I I like that pick a lot, Dan. I really do. I'm starting to think it would be smart to just bet against the Falcons every week because they're the team that 
I don't know, Marty Mush bets them all the time. Big cat. Like, they just have, like, that. Affinity for them for no reason. They have, like, the, yeah, whatever the word you just said. What? Affinity. Yeah. They just love them for no reason. Yeah, like, the public just likes to bet the Falcons. Like, oh, that offense is great. The defense is good enough. So, I feel like the number will always be less than what it should be. But they fucking stink. Mm -hmm. They are really bad. And uh, my pick, talking about another really bad team, I'm taking the Vikings minus 16 and a half. No, was it was it sixteen? Yeah, minus sixteen and a half. They're hosting the Redskins. The Redskins are putrid. They are horrible, and the Vikings are very strong at home. And I just feel like Vikings are another team that once they know they're more talented than a team, they just suffocate them. The defense is good enough. Like I think that it is a huge number, sixteen and a half. But I'll lay it. Can I tell you something? Yes. I hate that pick. Why do you hate the pick? No, Adam Thielen. Thursday night football. Those two is it reasons. Thursday? Thursday night football. Thursday is night game, yeah. And you can't change it now. It's, it's ah. locked in. We let Danny change it. No, we didn't. What? Michigan pick. Well, that was flip flop. Well, that was different. Actually, if, if that's that the case, different. then my my record's better than what it is now. Then you okay? Then you can take you can take the Redskins plus sixteen and a half. That's what you do. You can flip flop to the Redskins. That's a, that's a that's a. No, I'll take the Vikings. Okay. I I'm not gonna lie when you're when you're telling me this because Jake was telling me this pick before the game before the podcast I was gonna say something about it but I was like no I'll drop it on him during cool. the podcast thank you hey every man for himself this is a competition right that's true um those are our picks what else do we need to do I think that's it I think it's time for Benny I think well Benny might still be walking back well please not in the goddamn broom closet where they're like playing the saxophone like last time <laughs> uh I don't want to talk about David Ross because I feel like we're gonna talk about for half an hour we can do something quick let's we, well, just do a quick Quick thoughts, go on, go on. Yes, yeah, so give everyone one minute. More Skyline sports. We can't yeah. not talk about the Cubs hiring new managers. Um, I'll go first. My thoughts on it. Uh, early on in the season, not early on in the season, but when these rumors were first coming out, I was thinking, no, no, no. He has no coaching experience. It's going to be a circus. Well, as I've as I've like thought about it more, and as more stories are coming out, he seems like a very good guy for holding holding his teammates accountable during this when he was a player, holding guys accountable. Uh, I think he'll be very good for John Lester. Hopefully, he can get John Lester out of his funk. Get him to where he needs to be, you know. Get him back to prime. I don't know about prime John Lester, but just bring him back. Just bring him back, kind of like LeBron. Like we're never going to see prime LeBron again. We're not going to see prime Lester again. Hopefully, he can bring him back to a spot where he's better than he was last season. Uh, Rizzo loves him. I just think he's and and it's kind of like we're staying in a house with our with our new hire, but also not because he wasn't on the coaching staff last year. But he's been around the organization uh, ever since 2015. I think that was the first year he was with us. So I like it. It's like we're staying in house, but we're not picking a guy that was already in the locker room. It's like the best of both worlds. I'm a big fan of the pick. Overall, we'll see how it goes once the once actual baseball starts. Until then, we really have nothing to go off of. So I'm very excited for this. I'm very excited. I'm optimistic for this hire. Danny. All right. So I said a, a couple podcasts ago I wanted David Ross, and I'm and we got him. So what I just have to say about this is that I don't think David Ross like all the players love him. I don't think any you know there's gonna be any problems with him as a manager. He just cannot screw with this lineup. Let the players get comfortable in their spots. And I think he – I don't know what the hiring process went, but I bet Theo had to tell him, hey, do not jack up this lineup. I, th- I, I still think Theo has a lot more to say with – I think uh, I think Theo has a lot more to do with the lineup than we think. I'll just say that. We don't have to get, get all the way into it, but I, I've always thought that. Um. Is that it for you, Dan? That's about it. it, it it's good for the Cubs because we, we don't have to give Girardi a ton of money. And we get, you know, Ross is a pretty – he's a pretty cheap hire. Oh, I don't mind about the extra couple million or whatever it would be. That doesn't go against salary camp, does it? There's no salary camp in baseball. Oh, fuck me. Duh. 
Grimace. Um, well, it hurts you if you go over. It hurts like overseas money, right? Whatever. I'm going to do it. No. Okay. There's separate things. Okay. Very separate things. Um, I'm because when we did the funeral episode. David Ross was my pick. David Ross, I'm still happy about it. But the more I heard about Joe Espada, the bench coach of the Astros, I was starting to think, like, well, the Astros are one of the best analytical teams. They're one of the best developmental teams. So, I'm like, that could be a solution for the Cubs because our farm system has been utter dog shit ever since this core came up. But then I thought, how would hiring a bench coach change the entire infrastructure of our farm system? It wouldn't. So, the main benefit of Joe Espada, although he is – be known as a great communicator. He's great with the land players. He wouldn't fix our main issue of a struggling farm system where a manager just in general won't do it. So I will take David Ross. I love David Ross. It's going to be very weird seeing David Ross like on the railing instead of Joe Madden. But once I get used to it, I'm going to love it. All the players love him. Javi says like he's the reason I'm, I'm me, that I thought I can play as myself and not have to hide anything. Like Matt said, Rizzo loves him. All the players love him, so... Fans love him. Show me a Cubs fan who doesn't love David Ross. You can't. You just can't do it. Exactly. And, and you see the success. Yeah. Right? You see the success with Aaron Boone. I know Aaron Boone already took over a really good situation, but they, they're all still playing well under him. Yeah, like another uh, manager that used to be a player was Alex Cora, and like um, starting nine and Jared Kravis at Barstool. Like he does his own like specific red sox pockets and he's had alex cora and other red sox players on it that had alex cora and john malley and he would ask them like the main difference and all the players would say like well john malley was kind of like unapproachable closed door thing where alex cora you could text him call him any time of the night it's like and they can he can relate to the players because obviously he was a player so i feel like david ross would be much like that much more relatable than joe i know joe's a great personality and extremely open but he never played so mm-hmm. he's much older true all true that's all I have for now. We can just add them. You don't have to end the podcast. I want to end it. Why? Makes it easier for you? Yeah. Makes okay. it easier for me after. Okay, sounds good. So, Bulls preview? Heading to the Bulls preview? Well, this is the end. Oh. We're saying goodbye oh. for next week. See you guys later. See you later. later.